This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Pats, pals, and Foxborough friends, we welcome you to the latest edition of Six Rings and Football Things, a presentation of WEEI-FM, WEEI.com, and Odyssey Sports. I'm your old pal, Nick Fitzy Stevens, joined as always by the great, mighty, and powerful Andy Jumbo Hart. On today's program, we will discuss who our top five Patriots players are headed into the 2022 season, continue along with our positional breakdowns in advance of training camp 2022. Today, we're going to be riding the D-line. And then in the Pat's Potpourri segment, we'll discuss the surprising and pleasant emergence of Trent Brown as a leader, Lil Jordan Humphrey. He's hardly anything but and everything yeah 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 good afternoon andy jumbo heart we are recording on the afternoon the after eve if you will of game six of the nba final so obviously sports emotions are riding high in title town yet here we are taking a little bit of a pats break to continue on with the six rings pod which of course we hope you follow at six rings pod what's going on so the good news is, much like us, all the Patriots, their coaches, everybody can focus on the Celtics. They're in their nice dead period here where they don't have to worry about practice tomorrow or workouts or anything. So my guess is uh, many of them will be tuned in and uh, cheering on their uh, their green teamers. Uh, yes, he is once again, of course, at Jumbo Hart. He would rather be voting. And of course, I'm at Fitzy GFY. We speak only in truths. Celtics in seven. All right, Andy. So. In this sort of dead period, which gives us like, I'd say another camp opens the 27th. So we have less than a month and a half to analyze the team, make ridiculous prognostications, pick things apart that don't need picking apart and just kind of do what we do as nonstop obsessive Pats people. Uh, today, we've decided to take a look per your suggestion at who we believe are the five most important Patriots players headed into camp in the 2022 season uh i have a feeling uh, you and i will pro you and i will like cross over on a couple but uh i'm here for the disagreement therein uh so the opposite of the social media uh comment he understood the assignment i'm yep. not sure we both did the same assignment in preparation for this show so perfect this could go off the rails early and often uh i didn't do most important i ah. did best Oh, best. So because Actually, they're the same, so that's fine. Okay. So just in in like full disclosure, this is in preparation of an annual column I do where I rank the Patriots roster from mm -hmm. 190 in the summer sometime where um, it's useless after like, I don't know, 12, but uh, it's fun and people love to debate it and want to know why James Devlin was so high and, and things of that nature. And who's number 90? Oh, how'd you have Gunner as 90? Well, he looked like a ball boy. That's how he started out at number 90 on the roster. Um, 
so that was sort of the uh, the impetus behind this. But yes, it's the top five Patriots players. But I want to be clear: we didn't discuss criteria, mm-hmm. standards. Nope. You know, you could use what they did last year. I could use what I think they're going to do this year. You can take health, age, contra, anything you want into consideration just to make a top five Patriots. That I just want to be clear: top five Patriots players. Ooh, this changes things a little bit for me, but not so much that I need to like do a gut renovation. Like I can live within the renovation of this because I think four of my five guys stay the same. And to me, in terms of like best, it also relates to their importance because if these guys are at their best, then the Patriots team is at their best. The guys that I've selected, I'm going to bump one off who I had previously selected. Spoiler alert, that was Nick Folk. I do think he's one of the five best Patriots, but I don't think I should have him on there just because there are other people whose contributions will be more important this season. But Nick Folk is inarguably, I think, one of the most important ones. And no, this is not just me with my place kicker fan club love. This isn't just me in the big kick Nick society. It, so goes Nick Folk in a lot of these games. So go the Patriots because of their previous inabilities in 2020 and 2021 to punch the ball over the six-point line. So do you want to start? Um, we'll go in reverse order, I assume. We'll go with our 5-4-3-2-1, build up the excitement and the anticipation. And yeah, I will... let, let's, let's do that, and let's have you kick off. Your suggestion, your segment, your honor, your honor. My list of top five Patriots players in reverse order begins with Second-year defensive lineman Christian Barmore. At oh! I think he has uh, the potential to be much higher on this list in the coming years, the talent to be higher on this list, the impact potential to be higher on this list. But I think Christian Barmore had a really good rookie season. Uh, we all know he's a top two to three interview, as long as you can slow it down to half speed so you have any idea what exactly he says. But... Uh, I like the cut of his jib, as some would say. Christian Barmore, number five. Christian Barmore, number five. Now, if he's on my list, oh. should I jump ahead to that spot? No, no, no. Okay, it's good. I'll hold on to that. Fine. I'll, all right. Well, I will keep with our reverse numerical rankings. Andy Hart coming in at number five on my list, a player who I drafted first overall when I was a guest on the Boston Herald's Andrew Callahan's uh, Pat's Interference podcast. We did a break the team down and draft your favorite Patriots players team. And my first selection is number five on my Patriots best players list, running back Damian Harris out of the University of Alabama. Roll Pat. Uh, I think the guy is primed for a massive season. If he can stay healthy, I understand that they drafted two running backs. I know Ramondre, Mondre, or Ramondo Stevenson, as Wiggy calls him, is also primed for a big year as well. But Damian Harris, as we mentioned on the pod before, has shown up on breakout players list, even though you would think that 900 yards and 14 touchdowns is breakout-ish, which is what he had last year. This is a power running team. They're going to run the ball early, often, and all over. They could actually be switching to a bit more of a zone run concept. Harris is a one cut and run big badass mofo, uh, and I see I see his health as one of the keys to the Patriots' offense moving forward this season. So I got him coming in at number five. I like the pick. He would be others receiving votes on my list. Okay, um, I think he's a good, not great player. I think when you compare him to the better running backs in the league, he doesn't necessarily measure up. Now here's where it got interesting. If you said most important players. Mm-hmm. I might put him in my list because I do think he's going to be a key part of the offense. I just think he's a good, not great player. So 
I like that. Let's give me your number four. We'll we'll alternate back and forth. Damian Harris would be invited to the ceremony, but there's no chance he's prepping an Oscar speech. Nope. Nope. Fair no need. All right. Coming in at number four, also out of the University of Alabama. Your number five is my number four. Give me Barmore. Christian Barmore. I, you know, I think this guy, like, you want to talk sky's the limit in terms of 2022 New England Patriots. If what we were teased with, if what we saw, if what we enjoyed and appreciated in his rookie season can be amped up by 25%, we'll say, would that be a reasonable percentage of jump in terms of quality of play, sacks, and efficiency this year? Maybe 15 to 20%? Yeah. I mean, some guys it's more. Like, they just, the, the switch is just flicked over and they get it and everything, the full year, everything. But no, I think that's a for a for a guy who was good, but you think he has upside. I think twenty five percent would be a fair a fair expectation. And it was you who said recently on the pod that Barmore himself said that this season he wants to what is it uh, eat the quarterback, finish the quarterback, finish eat the quarterback. finish the quarterback, um, which is a uh, uh, a triggering phrase in other markets. But we won't get into that because we're here to only talk about the New England Patriots on the Six Rings Pod. I don't want to step. Past Step into places that'll get me in trouble. Uh, he wants to eat the quarterback's babies. He wants to get the job done. He wants to be a backfield wrecker. Yep. Um, I want to see him make the, I want to see him get into the, I want him to be in like Leonard Marshall, Richard Dent territory this year, where it's just like, where is Barmore on every play? And what are we going to, I'm not going to say Reggie White, but I'm going to put him up there with like guys that make Bill Belichick proud because he's in the lineage of great defensive players he coached or schemed against and always has to be accounted for. Yeah, I think um, I don't really have doubts about Barmore for some reason. For all the questions about him coming out, um, I feel pretty confident he's going to be a pretty damn good player. And I feel equally as confident that my number four on the list is going to have a breakout season. You mentioned it earlier. I think one mm-hmm. of these shows, one of our uh, topics might just be like bold predictions for the Patriots in 2020. That's, that's coming very soon, and I'm really looking forward to that one because that's where I shine. Yeah, I, I know. Bold, idiotic predictions. <laughs> it's, I fine. It's, it's okay. We don't hold. It's no no, nope. no judging. Um, so I think Kyle Duggar is going to take his game to the next level. Duggar. Uh, I think he has all the tools physically. You watch him on the practice field, nice diving interception in minicamp, mm-hmm. showing some athletic ability more than just, oh, I'm a big bruiser that can kind of play linebacker in the box. And no lingering effects from like the clever hand that he nope. had to play with in the Buffalo. Okay, good. He looks like he is ready to go to me. And then you hear the veteran guys, you know, the Devin McCourty types talk about him. And they always start with the way he approaches his job, his work ethic, his professionalism. And so to me, when you combine freakish athletic ability with work ethic and professionalism, you have a Pro Bowl player. So I'd say Kyle Duggar, Pro Bowl caliber player. And making veteran comps once again in the wide world of Belichick, uh, I believe he's always wanted Kyle Duggar, who may or may not have done a little Rodney Harrison training this offseason. I feel like Bill has wanted him to try to mold himself in the the, the vein of like the great Ed Reed. Obviously no one is going to be another Ed Reed, but just to make a veteran comp, like if he could be, if he could just continue to aspire to be a great tackler accounted for in every play, great picks, solid tackling, sack the quarterback. That's exactly what I know Bill would want out of him. And I think the kid's been great the first two years. I mean, you were hesitant to say Reggie White with Christian Barmore. I think we should be very hesitant to use the word Ed Reed for just about any safety on the planet, not named Ed Reed. Um, right. I also... I don't think he has the deep end 
capabilities that Ed Reed did. Ed Reed was a freak back there. Even Brady obviously would tell you the whole find number 20 on every play that he wrote right. down in his wristband. Um, but I think Doug, like to me, Troy Polamalu, I think he's an absolute missile. Anytime mm-hmm. he's around the ball, he's a missile. So, but yeah, Kyle Duggar. So I'm going to move up to number three. Do it. But I don't have to move very far because I'm going to stay in the safety position. Oh. And I'm going to give credit where credit is due to one Adrian Phillips, who I think. Leading tackler. Leadership, value, production, versatility. Getting kind of his ass absolutely kicked his first year here. Played a lot of linebacker, as these guys do. But, you know, guards just trying to engulf him, staying healthy. I also sneaky love him off the field in mm-hmm. terms of interviews, just like able to talk without getting himself in trouble, but still kind of giving you a feel for the tone of the team, the temperature of the team. I think Adrian Phillips might be one of the most underrated players in football right now due to the uh, leadership and versatility he brings to the Patriots defense. And no matter how many times we mention him on this pod, on the radio, wherever else Pats fans gather for uh, uh, a good old uh, Snapchat, if you will, I, I think he never gets enough credit for the contributions he makes. Leading tackler, like I said, never really out of position. Sometimes you get beat. That's just how the game go from size, from moves, from speed. But he's th- accountable on and off the field, uh, an, an emerging team leader. And when this guy signed that three-year, super team-friendly, like $14 million extension, when he easily could have gone to the open market with the resume that he's picked up the last couple seasons in New England and gotten 50% more of that or then some, That's when I knew this guy wanted to be here. That's who I want here, Andy. I want people here that want to be here. Speaking of here, who do you have at number three? Okay. uh, Coming in at number three, key to the Patriots pass rush alongside Christian Barmore along the defensive line. Let's hope he can finish the quarterback or finish the season in a healthier capacity. Give me your unofficial general manager in the 2022 offseason. Pats recruiter, outside linebacking, edge, Matthew Judon, number nine. Ooh, number nine in your program, number three in your heart. <laughs> number th- n- number three for Fitzy and not for Andy Hart. Yeah, I Judon's, I mean, like, he. you saw the impact he made last year when he was feeling it, the team was feeling it. The defense responded. I know they feasted on the weak, the infirmed, and the incapable during the middle part of that season. But it's kind of interesting that Max game fa- fell off Judon's game fell off during those final couple of games where they stumbled over themselves down the stretch, then got their blank blown off in the playoffs. So goes Judon, I believe, in a lot of ways. So goes the front part of that defense, which is going to be key because the second half of the defense or the back end is a little bit of a emoji this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have. uh, Let's just say I may be talking about Judon in a few minutes, so uh, I don't have too much to say about Judon right now. So you can give me your number. Two coming in second place because he is hardly number two is someone we're going to talk about later on in the podcast. Give me Trent Brown, offensive lineman, your New England Patriots, right tackle, left tackle, anywhere this guy goes now down to a svelte 370 pounds. Trent Brown is a massive humanity and it's no accident. The run game increases by almost two yards per carry when the guy is on the field as Stanley writes frequently or wrote frequently and often in Marvel comics, Nuff said. Yeah. I Trent Brown did not make my list and it's primarily the Belichickian approach of the most important ability is availability. And other than the 2018 campaign where he was awesome and available all the time, 
he's not available. He wasn't available to the Raiders, wasn't available to the Patriots last year, wasn't available this spring for times on the practice field. Because I do think Trent Brown, when healthy, motivated on the field, is one of the best players on any field. Whatever mm-hmm. field he steps on, he can dominate. Mm-hmm. But he's not always out there. I have some questions about how this year is going to go. So he didn't quite. He would also be sitting with Damian Harris in the others receiving votes section of the Andy Hart Top 5 Patriots. You think Trent Brown has ever flown, Coach? Uh, no. <laughs> I also don't think he could fly on like a puddle jumper to Nantucket where they ask you for your weight and then he lies and then the plane crashes. <laughs> like, you well, know, like, quick no, 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 side no, no, note. Quick, <laughs> I, we're, we're, I mean, I don't want to go completely off the rails, but at the same time, like, when somebody is that big, I just wonder, how do you go about, you know, life? Like, how do you fly? What kind of car can Trent Brown drive? Like, does but he, he have- lucky? He plays in the NFL. So he's made tens of millions of dollars. So he has the luxury to order the, what do they call it? The Uber XL or whatever, like the bigger car, the bigger this the first class flight. Think of the poor guy that's his size. And there oh. are people his size that don't play yeah. in the NFL. How the bleep does that guy get through life in his little Yugo and like flying Southwest, like running for the exit row seat and, that's I don't understand. I don't understand how you do it. Just like what pants store do you go to? What I mean, like there's Destination XL, and then there's like Destination. Like I just don't understand how you do it. Like you have to always fly first class because you need yeah. at least two seats. You're the entire back seat in a in an Uber XL. Um, you just like there's just he's so big. He's so big. But again, that's why he, the Patriots need him on the field all the time. And I do think that when he's on the field, for someone who makes that big a difference, uh you know, and has that much talent and, and the fact, and the, again, we'll address this later on in the pod in the third segment, like he's becoming a bit more of a vocal leader. I think he wants to be one of the faces of this new Patriots team and I'm here for him. So he's got my vote for two. Andy, who's your second best Patriot? Number two on my list is a, a guy. I think you ran from too quickly and too easily. Hmm. I think the Patriots won and lost games over the last two seasons and probably will win and lose games in 2022. Because of Nick, big kick, folk. Wow. I can't believe I took him off the list and you put him at number two. Wow. He does his job. Oh, I should take a lap. Can you do the pot if I take a lap? No. He does his job about as well as anybody on the team. because Or in the league. Yes, or in the league. One of the knocks was like he can't hit long field goals. How many games has he won with 50 plus yard field goals for the Patriots in the last couple of years? Three, four? I mean, I think it's, I think it's three, but field. like everyone still remembers the one 56 yarder that he only missed by like three inches. And it's if he hit six yards That's and okay. in the rain and like, in the rain, get off Nick. Well, after, well, it's hard to, but like it's well after. Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> but yeah, Nick uh, Bolt to me is a Pro Bowl caliber, all pro caliber kicker who has come here and as Belichick always says, like he's been pretty damn lucky to go from Adam Vinatieri to Steven Gostowski to Nick Folk with very few lapses in the, in the middle. And they're all elite game winning type kickers. Now I'm a little concerned with his uh, injury being unavailable a little this spring, but I also just think he's reached the point. He's like John Daly, like, Roll the camper up to Gillette Stadium the day before the game. Mm-hmm. Tell him to put the butts away when he actually walks on the field. 
and just kick. Like, I, I don't really need you. Let's all just go ahead and officially say that the, everyone at the Six Rings Pod and WEEI does not know if Nick Folk is a cigarette smoker. I'm just uh, although, although, I know Andy is speaking more metaphorically. However, yes. if Nick Folk were seen on the sidelines with a PBR and butt in hand, not only would I not give a flying blank, I would officially vault him to the top of my all-time favorite Patriots list. Sorry, Tom Brady. Nick Folk. Big kick, Nick. The legend therein. He's just that much cooler. Well, you like um, him so much, you left him out of your top five. But- I, I'm, I'm just, honestly, I'm ashamed of myself. Right you should now. be. I it's mean, okay, I, but you should be. I live in a perpetual state of shame. Okay. Uh, now, I also but, think wow. you should show some shame for the person who should have been number one on your list, but was not. My number one player. Pretty sure he's the only person on the Patriots who's been to the three, uh, three straight Pro Bowls. He was a defensive player, the year candidate for at least half the season. Did he run out of gas? Sure. So did mm-hmm. the whole damn team. So did Bill Belichick. If we were getting rid of people that ran out of gas, we wouldn't have a top five list. All right. um, I, Matt Judon is a legit elite, or not elite, high level edge player in the NFL. And he's done it consistently in Baltimore, comes to a new home and does it consistently without much help around him, right. quite honestly. Like he had to do a lot himself. And I think maybe that war on him and, you know, he won, I didn't vote for him, but he won the good guy uh, media award last Ron year. Ron Burton, yeah, the, whatever yeah. they call it. Yeah, yeah. First year in Foxborough took on a vocal leadership role. I also give him credit because not always do all players after bad games or struggles or late season falling off the map, go to the podium as often as Matt Judon did. So I think Matt Judon, is a pretty damn good professional and he's a pretty damn good football player. And I think he's the best player on the Patriots. And if he is the best player on the Patriots this season, they'll hold their ground long enough to lose a bunch of nut crunching games, uh, finish with a losing record and disappoint the masses who have their hopes, maybe not set on the Patriots going back to the Super Bowl, but at least making the playoffs or being competitive all season. All right. I had, I made sure to put him in there. I'm still stunned that you had Nick Folk on your list. Shame, 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 shame on me. Number one on my list, the best Patriot, the most important Patriot. Number 10, under center, Mac Jones. This Mac Jones needs to oh, whoa, be. Whoa, whoa. Is he the best or is he the most important? Uh, both. So he's the best Patriot. His talent compared to others at his position, compared to the requirements of the position, he's the best Patriot. I think Mac Jones will be the best Patriot this season. I so think he'll be Mac a better Jones quarterback is... than Nick Folk is a kicker. He'll be a better edge player than Matt Judon is an edge player. He'll be a better defensive lineman than Christian Barmore is a defensive lineman. I have told you I am here for the huge Nick, excuse me, I'm here for the huge Matt uh Mac Jones Matt season 2.0. Yeah, I <laughs> I'm all about the Mac Jones year two leap, dude. Uh you can tell there are definitely like essences of most important obviously in my ranking but i'm not backing down from it i'm not backing down from somebody jesus you gotta have a record-setting leap here i am not backing down from mac jones as the most important and more importantly 18th quarterback in football it's awful i've seen him i've seen him as low as 20 on some rankings humble pie shall be served january 2023 crow on the side prepared however you wish those are our five rankings for the top five Patriots, the best Patriots heading into the 2022 season. Who do you got? Uh, some quick comments as we are recording this live across the FBC GFY socials as well. 
Our producer, Chris Scheim, had a family matter to attend to, so we hope everything is going well with him. Eric Keen, Mac Jones is going to be great this season. Les Ingles, like Nigel Gruff, can't you see Nick Folk flicking a butt away before the kick? I believe that was the kicker. Um, I think Reese Ifens played him in uh, The Replacements. Uh, a surprisingly good, fun football movie. I love every Keanu Reeves sports movie or movie, period. John Tierney, Andy Hart's number one fan. Nick Folk, the second best Patriot. Now they officially are a dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah, that may be true. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> oh, and Jorge Car Cardenas says Damian Harris, beast this year. Deal Maybe. with it. Maybe. I'd be Maybe. We'll see. Listen. I'd be happy to see Damian Harris rush for 1,500 yards. I like Damian Harris. I'm a big fan of Damian Harris. I just don't know if it's actually going to come to fruition. I'd also be happy, by the way, mm -hmm. if Mac Jones is the number one Patriot. Yes. The old days, mm -hmm. when you do this list, when I used to do this list for like 15 years. It was a snooze. You, you didn't start till number two because Tom Brady was always number one, right? Like maybe the last there was maybe one year where i put gronk ahead of brady because of whatever like specifics trying to be ooh edgy ooh he didn't even have brady's number you know that kind of stupid thing but the reality is you're supposed to start with your best player as your quarterback you know you know where that's true green bay mm -hmm. buffalo mm -hmm. uh, kansas city mm -hmm. uh, la like mm -hmm. chargers not rams but right. it it's generally a really good sign for your team if you just roll out of bed and say the best player on my team is my quarterback. Like that's a first step towards being a consistent playoff team. Well, that, that's what you need. And I think from, I think everything, I've taken all those things into account from you saying that it looks like he's taking charge, yep. adding adding some velocity, putting on the proper weight, getting rid of the wrong kind of weight. Uh, Trent Brown, who again, we'll get to in the third segment, talking about first in, last out, Mac Jones being uh, a leader on this team. That's what they need. That's the, that's the, to me, that's the only way they further develop and get to the promised land or at least stay competitively relevant all season long. All right. That wraps up the first segment. Thank you guys for playing along at six rings pod on the socials. And of course you can email questions, comments, thoughts, and more six rings pod at gmail.com.